Hey y'all, what's good? You know what time it is. It's time for some sipping tea with Joey and Marie. Hold up, hold up, hold up. See, that one was pretty good. That one was good. Yeah, that was pretty good. We sipping on some tea, baby. That's sipping what we're doing. Sipping on some tea. Yeah, sipping on some tea. What's your favorite hey, kind hey. of tea? What's like your what's favorite? What's my favorite kind? Yeah. Chai tea. Chai tea. Yeah, I just like it. Just That's like what I'm it. sipping on right now, some chai tea. Good, I mean, I have some tea tea. You know? Some tea tea right there. <laughs> I love me a good like peppermint tea. Ooh. Like it's just, mm, and you put a little honey and just kind of help. Anything honey, like you throw honey in it and it's good. And it's good, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Good. Some, lem- some lemon tea probably Ooh, with some honey is yeah. my jam. Mm-hmm. Like other than uh, tea tea, yeah. you know, chai tea. Yeah. And um, I like that stuff right there. But hey, it's on, baby. It's on. We it got is. lots of tea to talk about today because- uh, The theme is- um, Smack talking. Smack the talking. Theme yeah. is jealousy. Jealousy. The theme jealousy is envy. honestly, we're playing in the jealousy today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff, and there's also horror. Yes, because there's a lot of stuff we got to talk about, including the brand new trailer for The Exorcist Believer. Mm-hmm. Whoa, do I got to say something about that one? Yeah, for sure. Also, Jigsaw Returns. Yeah, this is the basically kind of the prequel to why the dude did what he did. Yeah, why is he crazy? Yeah, pretty much. Know, we all love prequels, man, and uh, honestly. Honestly, it's just a gore, another gore fest. We're going to talk about that. Only Murders in the Building returns. Yes, hey, it returns let's go. Uh, this week, I believe. It does. This and, week or next week. It's coming up pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. And there's some jealousy between uh, Cardi B and Offset. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of jealousy with some of her fans. Oh, yeah. Or so-called fans. We got the bunny ears right now popping up. Yeah, air quotes. And Travis mm-hmm. Scott just dropped an album recently that has a lot of jealousy it in there. Does. As well as Drake. There's some disses. Yeah. Drake was featured on a song and we'll talk mm-hmm. about that here pretty shortly uh-huh. <laughs> and of course we gotta talk about the brand new season that just dropped of one of our favorite shows ever This Fool This Fool Frankie Quiones is back with uh, Home uh, Estrada mm-hmm. and uh, let me tell you these guys are so funny together yep. oh this my gosh really kickstarting. yeah we're in the middle of smack dab in the middle of this season but we got lots to say about This Fool alright <laughs> but for real we gotta start it off man and get you the, uh, the well, tea well, yeah I'm gonna give you the tea but for starters, I have to give you my quick review of the Barbie movie that just came oh, out. Oh, yeah. Give us that uh, review. Because I promised. And did you they... see the video, by the way, about those two ladies that were fighting at a Barbie movie? I did not. That's weird, man. It's supposed to be like a feel good No, feel but good, I'll tussle with people. Movie. I have to. I'm going to tussle with this muscle. <laughs> when it comes to childhood things like that, like people get really tense for some yeah, reason. But, but it's a Barbie movie. But it's it not supposed to be de- that yeah, serious, But it? it depends on your childhood. How, yeah. how did Barbie uh, evolve around your life? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Just like Bradstall, right? Like, how did Bradstall evolve around your life? Look. Listen, I like a good Barbie movie, but I I'm really a, get I, you Barbies. I got no, you more I'm a like Brad Brats, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Brad style living in a Barbie world. That's what it is right there. But yeah. I had the chance of watching it um, with my coworkers and my sister and my coworkers. Shout out to my coworkers. I I love the fact that I can do stuff like this with them because every month we make it a thing that we do team bonding activities. So whether it's going to the movies, having lunch, whatever it is, like we just try to get ourselves out of that work mindset to kind yeah. of help with that team building. Yeah, break that monotony. And, stuff, um, yeah. and of course, you know, we all love Barbie. We really want to see this movie. Now, you and Matt were talking smack, talking this entire time and watching this thing. I still talk smack. And still talk smack <laughs> to it. Now, this movie, I give it a 9 out of 10. It was freaking hilarious. It was a lot of homage to a lot of discontinued Barbie dolls. Is it really man bashing like they say? Uh, yes. Okay. And, and the reason why is 
you know, you got to think about it this way. So Margie, um, Margie, Rob, Rob, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie. I kind of forgot her name for a second. She's Barbie, right? She's living in this Barbie world and she ends up somehow going into the real world. Mm. Well, when you're living in the Barbie world and all these women are empowering each other and the Ken dolls are supporting you, like everyone is good, right? But you go to the real world and realize that it's not, we not always see eye to eye, especially, you know, where some of these areas are a male dominated society. So she sees a glimpse of that. And then she gets upset because she's like, dang, like, we, we should be working together, not against each other. And, you know, Ken, which is played by Ryan Gosling, he encounters the idea of patriarchy. He understands what that means and he brings it to the Ken world and it becomes this, you know, this war between the Barbies and the Kens. That's really what the storyline is, is between these two. So man versus woman. Man versus woman. Yeah. And yes, there is a lot of jokes and comments made against men. And honestly, I just think about it this way. It's a Barbie world. It's a lot of like... Yeah, it's meant to be It's meant Barbie. to be Barbie. So to tie in on the male part, yeah, you're not going to get much of that. At the end, yeah, I don't of see why you would get it anyways. Right. I, don't, I don't see why anybody would go into a Barbie movie feeling that there was going to be some kind of male Male domination. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't see it. That's what to me is what trips me out. Like I was like, okay, I get it. Because I was talking to uh, um, to Lena from uh, Q1067. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her because she watched it and whatever. And I was like, you know what? I get it. I get why people are upset. But at the same time, this is a Barbie world, right? Yeah. It's all about Barbie. But that's and, what I'm saying, and right? T- and two, you're like, you know, come on, guys. Like at the end of the day, like how long has it been? That that it's been a male dominant thing, right? Yeah. And so to get like I'm in a movie, like but I, I loved it. And you know, what, yeah, what I really loved about this because it was fun and it was stupid. It's a stupid movie, but yeah. because it's freaking dolls, right? Yeah. Like you have to put that mindset of these are dolls; they're not human beings. Yeah. So what they're doing obviously is not a realistic thing for and us. People humans get so to rowdy do. over stuff. If you like look that. at rowdy, but I have to give a big shout out to America Ferrera because she honestly was one, one of the particular people I really enjoyed in this movie. But there is a certain monologue. That she, you know, she talks to the other Barbies, and I felt like that was the most empowering speech that she did. And that's something like, like I, like honestly, she actually had to take fifty takes on that because she could not get the whole monologue down. And everyone knows that monologue so well because she had to keep doing it. But in that particular one, like it really was an empowering thing. But I think you got to see. You got to see why, you know, in the real world, what we have to deal with as women. But it's also to, you know, with us being women, we have a lot of power to do so much in the world. Um, and so it's kind of that balance of like, yeah, you know, sometimes there's places, you know, you are in a male dominated area. Right. I worked in construction for years and I was definitely in a male dominated area. But just because you're in things like that does not mean that's going to stop you from becoming who you are, for expressing who you are and to showcasing that just because you're a woman, you're more than just a woman. Um, and so I really do think that this was an empowering film for girls, but I also like this t- bridge between, you know, people who grew up with the idea of Barbie, especially when it came out all the way up until now and how that might play in today's society. Um, but it also was super hilarious to see these discontinued Barbie dolls because for one, I didn't know there was a pregnant Barbie. Her name was Midge. I'm glad they discontinued that thing because if you look it up, you're like, why did they have That's that idea? Weird. You literally can pull... I mean, I, I, I obviously, well, you know... Yeah, it's weird of a doll because yeah. you pull the stomach up and there's a baby inside the stomach. Whoa, yeah, it's that a crazy is weird. thing. It's a crazy thing. Huh. But overall, I give it a 9 out of 10. I really liked right. um, Michael Sierra are playing uh, Alan. Alan was really the star of it all and he defines uh, the men who are the good men in the world. <laughs> but it was a really good film and honestly like if you have daughters or anyone who grew up with this idea or maybe you just need some woman empowerment that's a really good film honestly for that.
All right, all right, all right. Well, there you go. The Barbie movie review from mm-hmm. Aaliyah Marie. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but the new Ken song is taking over Peaches right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'll be hard one. <laughs> oh, it's a good song. <laughs> you know what is creepy, though? Uh, the Exorcist. Ding, 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 yes. ding. Oh, it's not that one. I don't even know what the no. Exorcist song is. I don't even know what the Exorcist song is. Why I just know... you do this to me, Billy? Yeah. I just, to me, I actually got to go on the stairs where the, the, the priest falls down. Oh. Um, I got to go on those stairs in um, Washington, D.C. And so my... My Theo Pedro, he was like, when you go, you got to go do all these things. And he goes, you got to go these stairs. It's just stairs, by the way. It's Ooh. nothing crazy. But like, going, but it just gives you the creeps. That movie was, um, is, is like. It's a staple. Yeah. It's a staple in the horror film world, right? But it's been cursed. It's, it's been, been cursed. cursed. And what's crazy about this movie being cursed, and there's so much history behind the original Exorcist. Look it up. You know, We'll, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that, but the, it yeah. has been cursed. The original actress, Linda Blair, the one that was um, you know, the, being exercised, mm-hmm. she's just like, ah! <laughs> just really weird stuff yeah. like that, right? And honestly, it gave me the biggest creeps when I was a kid. I stumbled onto, well, I didn't stumble onto the movie. I walked into the, <laughs> to the movie when my older cousins were watching it. I only watched the part when she's like, "Why you do this to me, to me?" Yeah. And then, and then she's like, eh, "And it's all like uh, writing on her stomach, help me, yeah. like all weird." And it's supposed to be the devil inside of her, right? And I'm like, "Ah!" Anyways, it haunted me for years and for years. And I try to watch the movie, yeah, again as a teenager because I was like, "Okay, I gotta watch this because I gotta." Yeah, you know, I'm older now. Not be scared maybe, of this. Yeah. And I watched it, and I, I couldn't even get through it. No, it, it, it was. So weird. It was so creepy. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's such a staple in the horror film world. And so many people, like, everyone can admit that that movie is scary as hell. Like, no matter how old that is, it still gives you the creeps because exorcism, like, it's such a real thing for sure. Yeah, it's it's a real thing for sure. And watching other movies that are based on it and them showcasing those, like, videos or whatever, it's just, it's such an awe. Look, I can't say it's real or it's not real because I've never seen it. So I, I can't even say anything about it mm-hmm. other than it gives me the creeps and when they have little kids in movies and they just put that in there it's just freaky so Linda Blair yeah. you know the lady the lady who was the original actress in that was she returns to this new one, the Exorcist Believer. Yes, she's the she l- little old lady that walks up in there. I'm like, girl, did you not get enough of this? Did you not get screwed over <laughs> enough? She's like, hey, when you're younger. But listen, that's such an iconic film, and maybe she needs some money. <laughs> I, she probably needs some money, but yeah. they show the now it's two girls, yeah. not one, but two girls that get possessed. Yes, and they're and just like, Ey! actually, so one of the little girls, um, her dad is played by Leslie Odom Jr., which is from Hamilton, One Night in Miami. Um, he he's done well in so many and films, and so I'm really excited to see him in I, a. I horror film. I, I honestly can't. I can't tell you that I'm going to watch this movie. It, I know it, it gives and, me and that much thing. of the creeps. Yeah, because I tell you, there's two things that scare me: aliens and the devil. Yeah, and aliens are real, obviously. Haven't seen yeah, much of the devil if yet. You're, if you're not <laughs> following the Supreme Court and all that stuff right now, like you got to follow real. that. Aliens are real. Aliens are real. They, they said ha- straight up. They had an alien that lived and died in the 50s. Like yeah. they talked about it. But yeah. and this, besides the point, aliens the, have been around since yeah. the 30s. They straight up said it. And not only that, but they're they're saying other than human, yeah, other than human, and they're saying that they've used because. Think about it. Since that time frame till now, yeah. how fast our uh, technology has grown and how it's developed so quickly. Like it's because they found aliens and they got alien technology within our own technology. That's yes. how the technology has has you know went forward For by sure. leaps and bounds. But besides, it's because they do yeah, that reverse besides aliens, because we can talk about this <laughs> yeah, all day long about <laughs> aliens. I mean, I probably they I were like that guy crazy. Yeah, I mention this like every so often about when the pandemic happened and they admitted this. But going back to the Exorcist, like. Mm-hmm. 
I definitely think I am going to wait till it comes out on film, like on t- TV. Because then you can stop watching because it. Because I could like to. forward it, do all those things. Because here's the thing: like my husband doesn't watch scary movies. He absolutely hates it. He does not like. I can't says, tell you I'm going to back you up and watch this movie. And, and that's the thing: like I came back myself up to watch this uh, thing. But like I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. And it's just one of those things. But if you guys haven't watched the trailer, you really have to watch it. Um, watch it in the daylight. Watch it. You know, put on a low. Or level. just get super scared and watch it in the dark. Not me. So I actually watched it at work one day, and I had my AirPods in, oh, and no. I, that was the worst. I want to do that again. Because like, uh, um, the hairs in the back of my neck stood up. And yeah, I mean, it's an uncomfortable thing. It gave me the creeps. Besides, you know, besides the Exorcist, uh, the Jigsaw trailer just dropped, and now this is like a prequel of kind of how how this kind of came How's about. That little laugh go- now I've I've always said saw movies I don't I and I it's watch just a gore them, fest. but it's I don't like fest. them because yeah. I get really like uncomfortable because it's a lot a lot of very um I don't know cases of showing stuff of your body so when yeah. you you know you watch stuff yeah. and your body just gets it's so cringy right like it's so cringy uh, but with this film like it's really interesting to seeing the prequel of kind of how this all came about and, and why, why he became so evil. and why he became so evil mm. and I mean like it's kind of messed up in a sense to me like I feel bad for the dude as to what happens to him um, because he's sick he you know he like had some kind of chemo or whatever it was these doctors said that they removed this tumor in his brain but they never did turns out so he ends up getting notified by another doctor of you only have months to live because whoever did your surgery they didn't do it they didn't do it they didn't take anything out so he plays revenge on these individuals who said that took out this tumor and that's what gets him started and for like all started. these people that do bad to, that he's gonna yeah and it's kind of like them. oh okay you know these people do bad i'm gonna continue on you know what i was really hoping for a spiral too because <sighs> i really like the one with with chris, chris rock. rock but i have a feeling that will smith slapped the whore out of his mouth, of his mouth because <laughs> i don't know i don't know because like, the, is he gonna come back with but, a spiral well, too? I really with with this that. Jigsaw movie, I'm really hoping, to, and it's going to do well. I, I feel like every Saw movie's always done pretty well in the box office. What's well, their cult, cult? Yeah, they're cult classics. classics um, but I do favorites. hope with this tie-in, it's going to have Spiral too. Because if you guys haven't watched Spiral, really do watch it. It was super, super entertaining, and there was a good plot twist. Like it was very well put together. And I like we always say, Chris Rock. After watching that film, we took him more seriously as an actor. So when he starred in Fargo. It was a lot easier to imagine him as a serious actor playing that. Uh, but the way it ends, it's just like you kind of have to see what's going to happen. Like there has to be more story to it. And if they don't pick it up, that kind of sucks because it was just a well put film. Yeah. And I'm with the jigsaw. You know, I don't know if I'll watch it, too, just because even watching the trailer, I was just like, Ugh. see, I'd watch Ugh. that one. But, I mean, I, just because it's the devil stuff. That stuff creeps me out. Yeah, man. that's true. But that's one true. show that we both in Houston are going to watch and we're excited for is Only Murders in This Building. Yeah. And then Paul Rudd is going to be Paul in it. Paul Rudd. And Meryl Streep. And like, Meryl Streep is going to be good. casting is just amazing. Like They, they I, just dropped a, a longer trailer. It looks so funny. Yeah, I just, I love Martin Short and Steve Martin. I love the chemistry, but I also love, and we talk about it too, we love the Selena Gomez yes. encounter. Like the trio. I love Selena Gomez. Yeah, I really do. The trio of them is just amazing. It's, a, it's good. And they, it's their good. chemistry yeah, is amazing. I love it. And I told my sister, that'd be so cool to have them as uncles. Like, yeah. it'd just be so cool to have them as <laughs> they're uncles. They're so funny because they're so goofy and they really play on them being older guys, not understanding yes. uh, the technology, technology or the memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The memes, memes out there. Me- 
because they're calling it Mems. Yes, <laughs> but with this newer season, um, and, you know, with the last season, it ends with Martin Short. He's portraying this play that he's put together, and Paul Rudd is the star, you know, of this play. Well, he ends up getting murdered. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to figure out who murdered Paul Rudd, and it's going to be a lot of flashbacks of what's happening, going in, happening, whatever. But I love Meryl Streep's character already because they're playing out this woman to be not the greatest actress ever. And based off this trailer, they need to fire her because she's just not good. <laughs> and so, of course, she is one of the suspects of potentially have killing Paul Rudd. It's, it's just a, such a great show. But it's such a great really show. Is. And I love at the end of this trailer, uh, Selena Gomez, she says that she can talk to women. Like, she's so good at talking to women. And as soon as she has an encounter with the woman, she's like in this chola accent, yeah. like talking to her. And <laughs> Did I you just, see the one where she played a chola on SNL? It's yes, so funny. that one was so good. I loved it, yeah. But I loved it so much because I'm like, it, I told my sister, I, I think Lisette would be that way, like yeah. a making friends because she just doesn't know what to do sometimes and that's just like okay I'm going to do this but I would imagine my sister doing a British accent trying to be Adele than actually playing a chola but this trailer was really good it's it's cool to to see this show come back just because with the writer strike they were really putting a pause on this project um, just to see it continue on it's pretty exciting and uh, we maybe maybe in the works uh, partnering up with Scaredy Cats podcast mm-hmm. and as this show kind of comes out doing a special episode doing special episode kind of seeing if we can figure out who the killer is before the season ends yeah so if you guys are really into murders in this building we're gonna do a podcast about the show that's about a podcast about a show about yeah about yeah. a show <laughs> and you know if all you all you true crime podcast lovers yeah. you know we could all uncover this and see at the end and who really we, does it that's right so keep an eye out for that one now we're gonna talk about we're gonna take it back all right we're not taking it back but we're gonna start talking about this because uh we got some tea for you yeah all right for one there's a there's a track there's a some a new song uh with uh, cardi b and offset is called jealousy mm-hmm. the song is a banger check it out your heart out high pull your card out it's simple put hoes in this face like it's dimple new come on new bop 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 make it lump he play with me blowing me rising my temple i, got me. Ooh, man, I really I'm like the you. beat i yeah. like the beat i like the scratches in that beat yeah too. the beat is fire i like it honestly like i know what i'm to expect from offset and yeah. cardi b i know it's just simple you know but i like it no honestly offsets uh offsets rhymes on this was pretty dope yeah, yeah. like we actually listened to it and of course you know it's jealousy right they're talking about their relationship and how all these rumors and all these speculations always came about yes at one point offset did cheat on her right like we totally know that because cardi b has also um came out with music based off that you know kind of those encounters uh but to hear this song like it's really interesting because i think they just kind of got fed up with people kind of putting their two cents and kind of putting into the public eye of like this is what's going on and it's like well you don't know what's going on and this is what's really happening um, and so to hear this song like it is a banger right there and I guess if you're in a toxic relationship that's even better for you it to listen hard. to the song but it it's really hard. good and the video is pretty dope too like I honestly like the, like the the cuts that they do on this and the cars that are involved in this is super dope too but over the weekend Cardi B was performing and there's some sort of jealousy going on there there's some sort of jealousy right there I don't know if this fan heard this song and you know just got so fed up and was like you know what Cardi B I'm gonna attack you so in this performance, which this is a whole thing right now, right? Of fans throwing stuff yeah, at throwing artists, phones, boots, which makes me so whatever. angry. It's so like silly, it's so disrespectful for so many years. Like well, I don't care uh, who it is. BB Rexa, right? Was yeah, the one she that got, got hit in the eye like with that, the man, They phone. busted her eye like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they sued that guy and they, put, they arrested him. Good. But so Cardi B performed over the weekend and she's singing. 
and she's about to rap, and some girl throws a freaking cup at her. Throws a head, cup, a of, cup, water. A cup of water at her. This so is not she, a wet t-shirt contest, although I'm sure you want to see Cardi B in a wet <laughs> t-shirt contest. Sure. That wasn't the case. But she <laughs> threw the water at her, and Cardi B looks and just flings her microphone. Now, when she flung the microphone, she hit the wrong girl. Like Because oh, the girl that threw the water, she swerved. So I hit another girl. And in the video, the girl that she gets hit, she's like pointing like, no, it's no, this, girl. this girl. Like, not it's me. not me. <laughs> and the security guards, they already knew exactly who did it because they were kind of looking. But one of them was like, oh, shoot. Like, this and now girl this got chick hit. is washed up. Yeah, this, this, this girl got hit. But it's just like, I. I Wouldn't that be so... messed up? You're sitting there next to the perpetrator, yes, right? And, and the perpetrator does hit. something stupid, then you get smacked in the face. Would, and you were just trying to enjoy no, some No, I would fight the perpetrator. I would fight her. And I would. I don't care if I get kicked out. Like, If girl, I want to get hit with a mic, then I would turn around and swing at the perpetrator. Yeah, me too. Because I'm like, obviously, most it's not death, this person's fault, Cardi B's fault, because she threw the mic and it obviously yeah. she wasn't And I hope aim. Cardi B saw that she like hit the wrong person and then like somehow made amends with that girl. Oh, I'm sure she will. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure, sure she, she will because yeah. it's just like, dang. Like, she goes, girl, let me give you some money. Yeah, you're at the wrong place <laughs> at the wrong time. That's yeah. the situation right there. Either way, the girl's going to get paid. Yeah, she's going to get paid. Yeah. The one got hit right there. But I just think to myself, it's ridiculous that people are doing that and that's such a trend right now and it needs to like absolutely stop. But with this Jealousy song, like it is a super dope track and I honestly do like it. And Cardi B, you know, she, she is a funny lady, but sometimes I'm not in the interest of her music. But this one right here, I think it's going to be on my repeat for a little bit. All right, all right. And there's some disses, there's some jealousy, maybe, maybe there's some envy. I don't know. Maybe there's just some miscommunication, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, heat coming out of uh, Travis Scott's brand new album, Meltdown. So the song is called Meltdown. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Meltdown. And the song is called Meltdown. So Travis Scott had released an album. It's called Utopia. And with Utopia, he has have so much people on these tracks. He has Beyonce, which he got Beyonce to be on this. He had Bad Bunny, Drake. I mean, the list kind of goes on with this. But there's a particular song that's popping right now, which I honestly think is probably my favorite song on the album, and it's called Meltdown. Uh, Meltdown is in collaboration with Drake. Now, Travis Scott... You know, right now he's still going through um, the the core uh, with the whole Astro World situation. Now, when he was about to release this, they were trying to throw some stuff at him to kind of stop him from releasing this album. But he was like, "No, like if you guys are going to throw stuff at me, Astro World, throw it. But I'm going to release this album. This is what's going to happen." And he needed to happen because he was already throwing disses at one particular person, Timothy Chalamet. Which is a weird, is a, a weird, weird yes. beef. Which Timothy Chalamet weird, versus yeah. Travis Scott. You wouldn't have known that in your 2023 bingo card that Travis Scott would be beefing with Timothy Chalamet. The, the Willy Wonka of, uh, guy. Do you see the pictures of Timothy Chalamet uh, doing a pickup game with uh, Adam yes, Sandler? Yes. Like, hey, Adam Sandler's still like uh, very active. He's looking old though. Yeah, he's looking, he's looking old, like a grandpa. But that's all you catch him doing is playing basketball. He loves like, basketball. So I see so many TikToks of people running into him playing basketball. I know. What that's was that movie he made? Hustler? Was yeah, it called Hustler? Oh, Hustler. Oh, so good. Yeah, but, so go good. But mm-hmm. yeah, so Timothy Chalamet, he's beefing with them. Um, he released a song, like I said, Meltdown, and Obviously, he's throwing shade between the relationship of Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. And so in this track, Scott raps, and I'll say a very brief of what he raps, is Chocolate AP and Chocolate Versus, Got the Willy Wonka Factory, Burn an Athlete Like It's Calories, Find Another Flame, Hot As Me, the B word. (laughs) The B word. Mm. And so obviously, you know, Willy Wonka Factory, you know exactly who's playing this role coming up, and it's Timothy Chalamet. And to me, honestly, I'm sure Timothy is going to hear this and could care less of what's happening. He's probably just like, dang, I got mentioned on the song. Let's go. Like, this guy, have you ever, his love for hip hop is insane. Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, is he kind of like Ratcliffe? 
Yeah. Remember when he was busting out the no, uh, Black no, Alicious track? I'm serious. Like his his love for hip hop, dope, super dope. Okay. He, okay. You maybe that's look up. maybe that's why he dissed him because he knew in particular this guy loves hip hop. He's gonna listen to my album. He's probably yeah. Gonna like bring he it, knew yeah. he knew what the audience was, I and it's gotcha. Timothy right, Chalamet right, listening right. to this. And never but do that. But just because Travis Scott threw some shade. It also meant Drake had to throw some shade. And, it and this, I don't even get this. I don't and even this understand this. this one right here is... I mean, one of them I do. Yeah, one of them you do. But this diss right here, you're just like, okay, Travis Scott is picking Timothy Chalamet. Drake is picking Pharrell and Pusha T. <laughs> yeah, Pharrell. That's, That's the one I'm like, for real? So, for real? That's what you get? <laughs> when um, Drake had released his album uh, uh, with 21 Savage, I can't think of the album right now to my head. It's one of the recent ones. But Vogue sued them, right? Because they were using some like Vogue... Um, album cover, all this that, kind yeah. of stuff. Um, Pharrell somehow put his two cents into some situation, and Drake didn't like that. He felt like that was being disrespectful. But also, too, Pharrell um, was appointed to be the position as a men's creative director for Louis Vuitton, mm. which is a title held by the late Virgil Abio, which passed away. Um, now, Virgil was also really good friends with Drake, and so Drake kind of felt that, too, as like, okay, you picked this guy over me when we were homies. Mm. Uh, which I think the, the positive pick is definitely Pharrell. He has a, the creative director mind to, you know, being Louis Vuitton. Mm. I don't see Drake being that person. So this is what he says, huh? Mm-hmm. Man, F all that spinning the narrative S. I melt the, down these chains that I bought from your boss. And then he keeps saying uh, a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. You look that Vokey was, or Vogue was suing because I would have been with the losses in Paris and crap. Uh. And so just this whole thing, like it's very unnecessary beef because Pharrell really has never said anything. Yeah, it's weird. But it's just like Pharrell's doing stuff and Drake doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think Drake with his beef sometimes, like people look at him weird and he's just like, I don't like that guy. I don't, I don't know. He's just like, I need something to write about. Let me yeah, just, let me, let me, uh, but maybe because when they're collabing, guy. him and Travis Scott, he's like, dang, Travis Scott really hates this guy. Like, I got to hate someone. I got to hate someone too. Who am I going to hate? hate on, Let's man. think of something recent. Pharrell. <laughs> Pharrell well, it's not the same it. song though, right? It is the same song. Oh, okay. Meltdown. There you go. So the song is about dissing somebody. Dissing somebody. So that's why he found somebody to diss. Yeah. I, I, I once got dragged into a beef and, uh, um, I'll get more into this once we have this guest on here. But mm-hmm. this guy's my friend, so I've known this guy for many years. I honestly didn't know that he was the guy that they were beefing with. Mm-hmm. So I did this song, and I just did a rap, like a beef, uh, you know, a, yeah. a, a battle rap. And I was on this song. Then, come to find out, I found out who the song was about. Mm-hmm. And I saw him at a concert. He and I were at this concert, and I was like, what's up? And he go, the dude that I made the song with, he goes, that's the guy. And I was like... <gasps> That's the guy. That's my uh, dude. I've known. I've known that guy for a while. You know, I've known that guy for a bit. And so I went and I was like, "Bro, what's up?" And um, and then homeboy comes over here and tries to wrap his verse at him. Um, I don't even know if he remembers all this part, but I did tell him that I wrote this song and I had no idea that it was about him. And so I was like, "Oh hell no!" So I got dragged into this beef against somebody that I was cool with. It didn't even know, so that was the last time I ever did anything like that. First, uh, if anybody has a, a beef song. And they're they're beefing with somebody. I'm like, mm-hmm. who's the song about, man? Because I'm not trying to be. Yeah, a, you need part more context now. Yeah, so now I don't I don't jump about. on on songs that are about beef like that, you yeah. know? Because it's just like it's not. I, if I'm gonna start beef, I'm gonna be like straight up. I'm gonna be straight up with somebody. You see, in the way I see if beef songs, right? Like beef songs are such a popular thing. Like whether it was well, Biggie it, and Tupac, it's controversy and it also gets people. To it listen gets people to, it. to listen yeah. to it. I, I think. What, what I would think one of the most classic beef songs is "Hit 'Em Up" by Tupac. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. That one goes hard. No Vaseline is probably my second favorite. Right. is another good one right there but to me like if you're gonna throw shade at someone make sure you know how to clap back too because mm-hmm. you know you have like Eminem and MGK right mm-hmm. 
put that whole beef in. He completely Although destroyed. Although Killshot was... Yeah, he completely destroyed, Remember right? Killshot with Eminem? Yes. And, and, oh, gosh, it was he good. took him out But bad. to me, if you're, like I said, if you're going to make a beef talk, make sure you know how to come back to it. Like, huh. you, you, you cannot put this out and then get shot down so quickly. Yeah. Like, you got to have a backup plan. And I don't think people have backup plans when they start talking about Well, they just do people. one verse and they're like, oh, snap, I don't yeah, got another done. verse. Yeah, done. I remember when I was in high school, um, it was like my sophomore year, and there was this girl that was talking crap about me. And I didn't even know who this girl was. Like, I didn't know who she was. And people would tell me, and I'm like, what is going on? And so I ran into the girl one day, and she's like getting in my face. It's like, you've been talking stuff about me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... I don't know who you are. Like, you're a freaking, she's a junior in high school. Junior, I'm a sophomore. What what a sophomore got to say to a junior right now? And she kept getting in my face and I told her, like, I, don't, I really don't know who you are. And she just kind of like was getting like all tough and stuff again. And I kept telling her and then she finally was like, you really don't know what you said? I'm like, who? There was another girl with the same name as me that was saying stuff. But she so happened to think it was me. And I was like, gosh, dang it. Because my name started getting more popular as time progressed, when, especially in high school. Now, ever, I know a lot of Aaliyahs now. Mm-hmm. But back then, there was only few Aaliyahs in town. And so you got to be really careful which Aaliyah that was saying what. But I told her that, and she was just like so embarrassed. She did not talk to me again. Because she was so, but I was so genuinely confused because I was like, I've never met this girl in I my life. I never said anything. Yeah, I've <laughs> never met this girl in my life. So we hear starting stuff about me that is not true. But if you like, want to tussle, let's go. Let's tussle, right? you know. You know, I've never been a fighter. Like, If I you want to get whooped, you about to yeah. get whooped. If that's never, what you're looking yeah, for. I've never yeah. been a fighter, but I feel like I'm good with my words enough to not have to physically fight. <laughs> and so I've been pretty, pretty okay in my life to not have to physically fight someone. <laughs> I've got into a, a, a lot of tussles during my, my time, you yeah. know? And then, and also when I was in the military, I'd fight a lot. And then I was a boxer for a bit. So, like, I haven't had my share of fights. But, like, I'm telling you right now, as an older person, like, I know that I could take care of myself. Yeah. But that's the last thing I want to do is fight anybody. Like, You're I'm like, just I, like... I don't really want to fight I'm anyone. like, there's two things that could happen. Either I could get extremely whooped or I could really beat the crap out of somebody and yeah. then I go to jail. It's, it's funny. Like, we no had, my sister loves a good what if scenario. She yeah. just loves learning <laughs> what if scenarios. And we we're talking about if we got into a fight, would our spouses come in and, you know, help us out, right? Would you back up your, your, your significant other if, if yeah, they were would, to fight? Yeah, would you back up, right? So then my sister's like, my brother-in-law is like, yeah, like I would, like you got to do what you got to do. And my sister's like, you think your husband would do? And I was like, yeah, because he has seen me get pretty like hyped up and he like, like because oh, he knows like, if something happens he's got to go in like he does that like gosh dang it but I got to do it part mm-hmm. and my brother was like I'll fight a girl any day and we're like no we're talking about like if that, like they had a boyfriend or something and, I, and my brother's like well equal rights means equal rights and your mom, like, you know your mom and I got in a fight at the same time same time so this this one dude um, that I knew from back in the days I, he was just mad at me for some reason it's a silly reason and and he threw blo- he hit me while I was in a car yeah like I, I was in a car so I got out of the car and started freaking throwing blow- blows with him. Yeah. When I was throwing blows with him, then as simultaneously, your mom seen this happening and started beating up his girl. That's crazy. And so there was we were both fighting at the same time. So the point where we ended up stopping fighting us two. Yeah. And I looked and your and your mom was like, I had this girl and was just uh, uppercutting her in her face. And so we had to separate her too. That's but yeah, it was crazy. it was pretty wild. This was back when we were like in our twenties. Yeah. Know? But oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. crazy times, right? My mom was a fighter back then. Okay. Uh, she beat up two girls at one time. You know I that, know. right? My mom was a fighter. 
that's why I tell people. Your mom's like, wild. Yeah, that's what I mean. You got to be careful what you tell my mama because yeah. my mama used to fight, and I've I, I've seen her. Okay, we both I grew like, up in the streets, man. Yeah, we grew up play. in the streets, <laughs> but it's just you know if your if your spouse won't do that for you, who will? Right? Yeah, who will do it for you? That's true. I know your friends will do it, but will your spouse do it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get into this. This is one of our favorite shows right now. Streaming, it is so fun to watch. For one, I I feel so connected to it because there's so much similarities in the way I grew up, mm-hmm. and just a lot of funny stuff. And then it's it's just all about the culture, the Chicano culture. You know what I mean? And uh, there's a brand new season of This Fool starring uh, Frankie Quinones and Lu- Luis Estrada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's man, they're so funny together. They're like the perfect comedy duo. These two. It's great because um he like there's dry sense of humor and a really funny sense yeah, of humor. And, yeah, he's and good. you got the mix of both. Yeah, the mix of both, and they just they just really play off of each other so well. So the new season kicked off, and it's our. You can watch every episode already. We're gonna get into the first episode right off the bat, and we're gonna tell you everything about it because it is so funny to watch. And Frankie Quinones honestly is one of my favorites right now. I, and I was, sorry to correct ourselves, it's Chris Estrada. Oh, uh, Chris Estrada. Right sorry, there. bro. Sorry. <laughs> all, right, Chris, it, it, all right, all right, all right. So, so Julio is what his name is on there, and and Luis, right? Yeah. Julio and Luis. Julio and Luis. So, um, they're in this show, and it's funny. It's about um. Uh, Luis or Julio, no Luis. Let's see, I'm, I'm all messed up. Yeah. So Luis, uh, he gets out of prison. Uh, he's been in prison since 2005. That's how the original one starts. Mm-hmm. And he gets into this program called um, Hugs Not Thugs. Yeah, Hugs Not Thugs. And it helps out, you know, helps out uh, people that just came out of prison. Kind of helps him rehabilitate and stuff like that. And it all comes crashing down. In the mm-hmm. first season, so now they're forced to kind of just do their thing. Yeah. So the first season starts with uh, um, Julio basically just not caring, man. Yeah. He's just sleeping well, on. Because, he's just like guy yeah, on the couch the in the pre- garage. The previous season, Julio and Maggie, they're done for. Yeah. Like he he finally understood that like, he could not be with her like at all. He didn't want to move in them with her. All this stuff. So now that's coming crashing down to with the hugs not thugs not being there anymore because he was a big part of that. That he was like kind of like management in a sense with yeah, Minister yeah. Payne, and so yeah, he doesn't care. So he doesn't care. He just doesn't care at all. <laughs> yeah, he's just dirty dude. Like sleeps, uh, stays mm-hmm. in his pajamas all day long. Sits on this old beat up couch in front of a house where he lives in the back in a garage. Yeah. And so, and he chills with this rooster. This yep. rooster and this rooster. If y'all live in California or live just in an area where there's Mexicanos out there and they have the rooster, you know the rooster wakes your ass yeah. up well, every just like morning. Might be Luis, like their house. I remember just hearing it, like. <laughs> It, they're yeah. annoying, right? Like we all absolutely hate it, and that's this episode's based off. Is the whole neighborhood it's is just out to this. kill with this rooster? Yeah, but it's it's cool because you know there's 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 blacks and, and Latinos living together mm-hmm. in harmony, and this is disrupting that harmony yeah. that they share. You know what I mean? And so one of the guys, Darius, comes over and he's like, "All right, you need to uh, you need to calm this uh, rooster down, rooster like, down, or kill it, or get Julio rid of it." Yeah, chill out. And Don Julio is just not having it, man. Uh, my boy carries a piece, yeah. a sidearm, and he just doesn't play. Yeah. He's one of those old school Mexicanos that just don't give a damn, and so th- that's what the whole episode is about. But within the episode, you you see uh, Luis uh, trying to like you know kind of get back into the mood and into the the rhythm of just regular social. Yeah, because when he got out of prison, he entered Hugs Not Thugs very quickly, which he was so, surrounded by yeah, others. He, in the he was other by people, and so in, in this episode, like you mentioned, he's now facing the reality of what it's like to be out of prison and having mm-hmm. to kind of go back into the normal. And world. he's a security guard at this um, suit shop, shop where this old this old OG dude. He's just like every time he goes, man, you look like a. 
Marlon James Bond. And then yeah. the next guy is like, you look like a Taiwanese James Bond. Yeah. He <laughs> loves James, James Bond. Bond. That's yeah. how you find out. And he's pictures of him posing He like reminds James me Bond. of one of the characters from the Boondocks, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, he's so funny. That's for sure. And so he's trying to be a security guard, but he's so bored because there's nothing to do there. So he's over here harassing the mannequins and, and just- Telling her, people to steal ties so he can arrest just them. Just so he can arrest them so he can have some good times. And all he does is spend his time cleaning windows of, you know, of genitalia. Yeah, genitalia right there. <laughs> but it's just funny because now he's trying to, there's a love interest, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's this girl that works at a, at a, at a grocery sure. store and he's trying to pick up on her, you know? And, but things go, go bad because go sideways because he's finally just kind of fed up by the, mm-hmm. the end of the episode and, you know, things go wrong, man. Uh, the, the, he kind of messes it up with the chick a little yeah. bit. But y'all got to watch it because it's so funny. It is one of the most hilarious shows that's on right now. It's been critically acclaimed. It's got so many uh, uh, funny actors that are, that are going to be cameos in it. Oh this, yeah! This, this one you didn't see it. This episode um, that just uh, that you're on. Yeah, it has a cameo that you're gonna be like, oh snap! Yeah, I do know. Uh, yeah. There is a TikToker that's on there. Yeah, and uh, the, and I won't say the name. The, uh, also, that the actor that was uh, that was the cop, he was from uh, Hint the Fight. Hint the Fight. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So yeah. there there's a lot little cameos in this season, which I truly love. I love to see the Latino representation and seeing everyone you know kind of start appearing in the show. But this show is really good, and I love I love the the deal that FX and Hulu has together because like FX next day like they always have all these things and sometimes sleep will push out the whole season um, but seriously if you really haven't watched this show like you all ob- you have to really watch it and especially if you're like you know like this is going to resonate with your childhood you're to know a cousin who looks like that you're to know your abuelita who talks like that your mom like there's just so much of a connection to this show but even if you're not Latino it is a good funny show I mean, you is. love good comedy that's a perfect comedy for you to watch yeah and I'm, I'm sure if you're a Chicano, you've already been watching yeah. this show. You probably already binged it. With this episode being primarily about jealousy, Julio has jealousy against Maggie this season. Yeah, you have does. to watch it to see what kind of jealousy he has. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that dude messed up though. He messed up. I'm he just totally saying. messed up. He, he's a grown man living with his mama and he could not commit. That's yeah. really what it was. And now he's a grown man living in a garage on a couch. <laughs> with his cousin. It's, it's, with it's, his cousin who's doing a lot better than him right now. <laughs> and he's the one who got out of prison. And he's man. the one that got out of prison. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it, but yeah. it's, it's definitely a good show yeah. and this season I mean just the episodes I've watched so far like this show is going to keep going for a minute oh, I, yeah. I could tell you that it is super funny that's for sure so we got to get into some new music there's some new jams that we got to give you guys a little bit of a flavor a little taste yeah. of these uh, there's this song that like I've really been waiting for months now and I even got the text alerts just so I could remember what song it was because we've talked about this a couple episodes ago about Y2K like the, the vibe finally coming back and you know these songs are coming with it's just they're good classics um but there is a artist who isn't well known just yet um i found him on tiktok which that's kind of now the new thing is fighting artists on tiktok uh but there's a particular artist named nick tobias and he came out with a two-minute song which is not enough for me it needs to be longer if you if you like 112 especially slim from 112 that's the that's the flavor it gives you yeah watch check it this check this out See, you see what I mean? Yeah, so still ain't see me. I love it, love it so much. It is the new banger that I absolutely love. But there's also another artist that I have to bring this up. For one, because he liked my Instagram story. So I'm really hoping, you know, if this guy's listening to this and if I tag you, I would love to have you on our show because this dude is too super, super dope. A Chicano artist right here and his name is Obed Padilla. And okay. man, his 
his raps sick super soft super like old classic low rider feel yeah. this is the one that Tony just shared dead. with me yes yeah. it's yeah. super super yeah. sick yeah peep this peep this I think you could walk on water Throw away your pride alongside all your dollars Yeah, little faith that ain't good for your posture yeah, That's like, some good flavor I, right there. Because he hasn't released an album for about a couple years now. Actually, three years. Um, the last album he dropped was called Through the Night, and that was released back in 2020, and that was only a single. Um, but he's been popping up on my TikTok, and he's been doing little, you know, little ciphers and stuff like that. But this guy right here, like, I really do hope to continue seeing him on my page and seeing what kind of music he's going to produce, because it's pretty dope to me. That's for sure. And if you guys aren't on Eddie Zuko yet, man, y'all are missing out. Yeah. Because Eddie Zuko's dropping some bangers all the time. This new one that he just dropped is one of my favorites. It's called Menciones mm-hmm. uh, Mentions and uh, the dude is is bilingual so he does singing uh, it's almost sometimes it's almost like singing rap you know a little bit yeah. but it's got that reggae appeal but then it's got the Latino feel it's just a perfect uh, you know union of sounds that gives you something like this check this out this is Menciones that right there that's what I'm talking about and then we get to see him live pre- pretty soon yes I'm so excited I don't know if I want to tell anybody list. where he's performing uh, because I don't want everybody no, to I'm rush not telling you at, I'm not telling you at <laughs> all I want it to be a personal show so I feel like we're just right there hanging out with right him you know what I mean there. no I'm super so excited to see him um, it's going to be super super cool to see but that's new music for you guys definitely give those three a listen um, definitely a little bit a few different kind of mixes and especially Eddie Zuko right now like if you guys have He's been popping. listening to him um, since he made Made like from Made all the way to Dude right now it's just the function his style is super cool that's that's for sure so that's what we got for you today uh, make sure you spread the word make sure you check out our episodes even our previous episodes some of my favorites uh, Sipping with Dante Thomas Sipping with Hocus Pocus with my brother Chef Rolas mm-hmm. Sipping with Brothers with my brother M.A.G. and Christian and also Sipping with Untouchable one of mm-hmm. our latest ones too that are some of my favorites personal favorites uh, oh yeah Sipping with Legends too yeah, that has Puppet Mastery like Green Eyes on it and oh my goodness her voice is just amazing by the way she even sang to you uh, for your wedding it was so yeah, beautiful shout out to her because I was crying listening to that video because it was so good she's so it sweet was so, I love it her was so, so beautiful but the, yeah check out those episodes and we last week we had Slipping with Futurama and there's new episodes of Futurama and I actually had the chance of watching they're those so episodes yeah, I and those. I love, I love it so much so I'm glad that they're bringing it back because that's kind of what I needed is to kind of see that kind of comedy uh, but yeah like definitely like, listen to all of our episodes we have even previous ones I mean we've and been, share with friends yeah, tell, share with tell everybody friends. about it we've been doing this for years now at least three years um, and so to see kind of this uh, ch- like you know fluctuation of what we've had on our show and the things that we talk about Dante Thomas is my favorite one only because hearing you know his stories about Jennifer Lopez and Puff Daddy like uh, it's just so cool we got have. another artist who's got some crazy stories yeah too. crazy stories which I'm super excited for next uh-huh. season to have him on uh, but next weekend is our season finale and so after that we're going to take about a couple weeks break uh, but just because we're taking a break you still got to listen to our episodes you yeah, we have us five seasons five yeah. full seasons yeah. with lots of content if you like to binge like Netflix shows binge on this podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> and spread the word alright sipping tea with Joey and Marie you can find us everywhere on social media Joey Bravo 208 Aaliyah oh. Marie 208 or sipping tea with Joey and Marie yeah get at us you know what it is <laughs> have yourself a wonderful week we out peace